All right, so we live with this thing. We live with this thing. Welcome, everybody, to the Empowerment Zone first webinar series, guys. Look, I'm pumped up. As usual, I'm motivated. I am excited, and I'm just ready to do this thing, y'all. This is my first webinar, um, and on this webinar, the very first thing that we're going to talk about is fear, right? We're going to talk about fear because I understand one thing about fear. Fear holds most of us back, right? It holds most of us back, like like. We're afraid to put ourselves out there. We're afraid to give our gifts out. We're afraid, and we're holding on to so many different things, y'all. Like we hold on to ideas. There's ideas in our minds that we're afraid of. And the reason why I feel qualified to talk about this, guys, because I let fear stop me, right? I let fear stop me from putting my gift out there. I let fear stop me from uh, trying out for things. Like I, I remember back in high school, y'all, like, I, I used to let fear stop me from so many different things in middle school, not trying out for basketball teams, not doing a lot of different things. And really that comes from me being an insecure person, right? I was a real insecure person growing up and I can blame it on a lot of different things, but we're not going to go there today. I let, I, I let fear stop me, y'all. And that's why I feel qualified today because I wrote about it in the book. I wrote about it in the workbook, the new workbook coming out today. If you want a copy, a free copy, right? An ebook copy of this workbook, uh, just comment below GBU, GBU, and I'll get you a free copy of this workbook. But the very first thing that we're going to talk about, guys, is we have to take the shackles off, right? Because fear, essentially what fear is, fear is bondage, right? Fear is some, it's, it's like living in a cage. Like you have all these different things that you can do, all these different avenues you can go down, all these different paths and, and all these different dreams and ideas that you have that stay within, that stay inside of you because you never let it out because you're afraid, right? You're afraid, and I, and I just think about this. I think about the fact that I could have been doing what I'm doing now. I could have been an author, right? I could have been speaking. I could have been, had a program. I could have been doing a lot of different things, but I was so afraid. I was living in bondage. And it came to a point where I was like, yo, I gotta, t I gotta take the shackles off. And I have to see what's on the other side of this fear. And now that I'm on the other side of it, and I don't want you to get this misconstrued because what we think about when we think about fear is that we have to overcome it once. And that's not true. That, that's, that couldn't be any further from the truth. You have, to, you have to defeat fear over and over and over and over again every time it pops up, right? One of the fears that I had was doing this webinar. It was a fear of mine. Even though I speak in public, doing this camera thing, that ain't really my thing, right? That, that ain't really my thing. Doing uh, Today I had an opportunity to speak to some soldiers, like straight off the whim. My, uh, my uh, director came up to me, he was like, yo, we got a group of soldiers who's struggling in their health and they, they struggling with some motivation. I know you do this thing. So, hey, can you come speak to them in 10 minutes? Y'all, my, my palms were sweating, knees weak, arms. Ahead. Like I was, I was going through the whole thing, y'all. Like I was seriously, I, I was nervous, y'all. But I understand something. I understand something. And this is the first thing that I want to give to you when we're talking about taking the shackles off. The very first thing I want to give to you is you have to understand that your life, Right. Your life on the other side of fear is everything that you want. Right. On the other side of fear is everything that you want, that dream that you want, that goal, that that idea that you have, that book that you have inside of you, that program that you have inside of you. I don't know what your goal and your dream is, but all I'm telling you is that on the other side of fear is everything that you want. On the other side of fear is everything that you want. So what I had to do was I had to look at my life and I had to say, how has fear served me? And I hope that you got a pen and a pad, something to write this down with, or just take a moment to think. And I'm going to give you a few seconds. Think about how, 
in what ways, and type below if you if you want to, type below, in what ways has fear served you? Right? I want you, I want you to write that down real quick. Write that down real quick. Write that down. How has fear served you? Uh, if you want to share, go ahead and share. How has fear served you? Because what I want to do is I want to I want to take the um, the blindfold off of fear, right? And I, I just want to show you that it serve it doesn't serve you at all. Fear doesn't serve you. Like when I was living in fear, when I was living in that bondage, it wasn't serving me. It was keeping me right where I was. It was keeping me in my comfort zone. It was keeping me from figuring out what I really had inside of me. So I need you to I need you to write that down. I need you to figure out how is fear serving you? Is it serving you? Is it doing you any good? Is it doing you any just? Like like is it is it is it helping you feed your family? <laughs> right? Is it helping you get to your goal? Is it helping you get to your dream? Is it helping you attain a degree? Like what what is it helping you with? It hasn't. It has hindered more than anything. Absolutely, man. It hinders everything. It stops everything, right? It's, it's, it's literally like a stop sign. It stops everything from moving forward. For the, so I'm going to dive right into it. The very first, the very first, I don't even want to call it a tip, the very first practical step, and it's in the workbook on page 18 uh, or page 19 and 20, right? On page 19 and 20, I talk about saying goodbye to fear. And the very first thing that, that I did to get rid of fear, and I got this from Tony Robbins, right? And I, I've been using this every single time, especially before I do a big speaking engagement. So let me let me preface this real quick. Uh, you, my very first year speaking, y'all, I had the opportunity to do two conferences. So I went from doing a group of 20 students to 300 to 500 to almost a thousand people in the room, right? So it was already fear. I was already fearful to go speak in front of 20. Two months later, I was speaking in front of 300 and I just couldn't get like I couldn't get in my mind like how to get over it. I got anxiety. Like I, I just realized, y'all, that I got anxiety issues. I didn't even realize that I had anxiety issues. I have anxiety issues. I get anxiety. I didn't know what anxiety was, but I get anxiety before I get before I get an opportunity to speak. Like I'm shaking. I'm, I'm nervous. But here's what I want you to understand about fear, y'all. That right there, that feeling right there that you get before uh, before you go do something. That's the indication that you should be doing. I love it. Like, that's an indication that you should be doing it. If I didn't get nervous before I spoke, that's a problem. So the very first thing that I want to give you guys, number one, is you have to visualize. You have to use your vision. God gave you eyes, right? God gave you a mind. You have to utilize your vision, right? It's very important. So what I do is, and what, and what Tony Robbins said, and I took it a step further, he said, listen, before your mind doesn't know the difference between where you, what you're doing right now or what you're about to do, right? So if you can go in your mind and literally play for play, play that thing out. So what I did was I would visualize what I was going to wear, right? I would visualize how, what I was going to wear. I would visualize myself holding the mic, stepping on stage, like every single step of, of the speaking process that I was going to be doing. I visualized every single step all the way until the standing ovation. Like I went all the way to the uh, result that I wanted to get. So you got to see the thing all the way through. You got to visualize it. You got to use your vision. So when you can go in your mind and fool your mind and make your mind think that you have already accomplished this thing, once you do it, it's nothing, right? Once you actually do it, your mind's like, yo, I already been here. And I promise you it's crazy, y'all. But I tried it and I got the exact result that I wanted. I got video footage of it, right? I got video footage of it. I got the standing ovation. Right. I like I had people coming up to me. I visualized it all. The only way I got over that fear was going into my mind. 
I went into my mind. I used my vision and I said, Destry, look, we're going to see this thing all the way through. And the more and more I had to do it, repetition, repetition is very important. It's not a one time thing. This is repetition. you got to do it over and over and over again, all the way leading up to whatever event that you're afraid of. Right. All the way leading up to if you're if you're writing a book, you got to visualize yourself writing that book. You got to visualize yourself going through the whole stages, the whole process. Or if you work with the youth, I don't know what you do, right? Whatever your dream is, whatever your vision is, you have to see that thing all the way through here first. And once you can see it here, you can hold it here. So I would visualize every single step of the process, how I was going to speak. I'm talking about you have to be very detailed, right? So I visualize myself speaking, uh, not, not necessarily slowly, but speaking to grab attention. I wasn't rushing my words, right? I was practicing in my mind the pregnant pauses. I was practicing in my mind the stories I was going to tell. I was practicing in my mind the crowd's reaction to the story that I was telling. So I would visualize them laughing at the story. I would visualize them crying at a certain point in the story. I would visualize me uh, smiling or, or saying it in a certain way. I would even visualize my movements around the room. I would visualize it all, guys, in your mind, y'all. Your mind is so powerful that it once it sees it once it sees it it knows it's possible and once you know it's possible that's confidence right so now you got the confidence to actually do it right so in my mind y'all i've already seen myself as a best-selling author in my mind y'all i've already seen myself doing webinars do you know that i told myself months ago before when before this year started you can ask my friend uh tyler and when wolf get here you can ask him right i visualize doing this I visualize this, this room that I'm sitting in, I visualize this, right? Every single fear that I have, I've seen it here first. So now when I get to it, yes, I'm still shaking, but I do it anyway. Why? Because I have the confidence to follow through because I've seen it here. And that's the very first thing you got to do. You have to be able to visualize it. So take a moment. If you got to take a moment, take a moment and just for a second, just visualize yourself doing whatever that thing is. Whatever it is, just take a moment. I'm going to give you a second. Just take a moment and visualize yourself doing whatever that thing is. I don't care. I don't care how crazy it may seem. Once you see it here, you can hold it here, baby. Once you see it here, you can hold it here. So I'll give you a few seconds. Visualize that thing. And for all my podcast listeners, I need you to do the same thing, right? I need, I need you to visualize it. I need you to visualize it. Your mind is so powerful, y'all. Your mind is so powerful. I'll give you a few seconds. Few seconds. Yep, yeah, we taking the shackles off today, baby. Dorian, I hope you're ready, baby. We taking the shackles off today. No more fear. We saying goodbye to fear. I got two more steps, and I got some bonus stuff for you. Yeah, we gonna take them shackles off. We gonna take them shackles off today, for real, for real. All right, all right. So no, let's check this out. Check this out. We gonna move right along. We're going to move right along to number two, and this, I'm going to take my time and unpack this one, right? So number one was visualizing, and I'm ready. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I want you to write this down, bro. Like, you got to get this, man. You got to write this down. Like, this, this is stuff that I've done. Like, this ain't no theory, right? This ain't no theory. This ain't nothing I read in a book. This is stuff that I've done. Everything that I'm doing right now, guys, it scares me, but I get excited now. I get excited now because I understand that that fear is just an indication and, and, and I'm going to get into this. Matter of fact, it's number two, right? Number two, stop telling yourself you're afraid. Stop telling yourself that you're afraid. Do you know that, do you know, like the things that you speak become reality? So what, what I did was I changed my language. 
You got to change your language. You got to stop telling yourself that you're afraid. You got to stop telling yourself that this is a fear. What you have to start telling yourself is, I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to put out in the world. I'm excited to give my gift out. You got to change your language. And I told my wife this and it worked. She was doing her first uh, PIO class, instructing her first PIO class right after she got her certification, right? And she went through hell to get that certification. Like, PIO ain't no joke. I went to one of her classes. Well, she had me all bent out of shape, right? And I work out every single day. And I was hurting, y'all. But I told her, I said, listen, stop telling yourself you're afraid. You're freaking yourself out, right? You're building up anxiety that doesn't need to be there. Stop telling yourself that you are afraid and start telling yourself that you're excited. Do you know that your mind doesn't know the difference? Like literally the feeling that you have when you're afraid is the same feeling that you get when you're excited. Did you know that? That's psychology. Like I did study that, right? And like I did read that in the book, right? Like the thing, like when, you, when you're excited, you get the same jitters. When you're excited, you, you, get, you get the same, the same type of emotion. You, when you're excited, y'all, you still feel that adrenaline rush. So stop telling yourself that you're afraid and start telling yourself, yo, I'm excited. I'm excited for this opportunity. I started telling myself, yep, okay, yep, I understand. I haven't done this before, but I'm excited for the opportunity. Today, when I got that opportunity to speak to some to 20, 25 soldiers, right, who are struggling with their health, I told myself, look, I'm excited for this opportunity. As a matter of fact, it was crazy when we talked about visualizing. I had wrote down, I wish I could show you. I had wrote down in my journal, right, the Attack Today journal, I wrote down in this journal that I will have an opportunity come my way today. Then boom, right, I saw it here, I wrote it down, saw it here, boom, it happened. So what I need you to do is, one, visualize. Number two, stop telling yourself that you are afraid. Change your language. Stop using loser language. Right. I've done a podcast over this before and I and I'm, I have to do another one because I want you to get this. Stop using loser language when you're telling yourself when you're using language like I'm afraid, I'm scared. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if it's possible. Ain't nobody in my family ever. Done. When you start using this type of language, you like you already lost. And that's the crazy thing about fear. Fear stops you from even attempting. So you fail by default. <laughs> it stops you from attempting. So you automatically fail. You, you automatically lose. When you say this is a fear and I don't know if I could do this or this is a fear and I'm not going to do this. This is a fear and I'm not jumping off the ledge. Guess what? You lost by default. And I've done that so many times. I've lost by default multiple times in my life, y'all. I, I didn't make the basketball team because I didn't try. And I have practiced for years, y'all. I got, listen, I got a little game, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I got a little game. You know, but I didn't even try. I didn't even try. And I remember. And, and things like that, guys, when we do stuff like that, it becomes a habit. And habits are hard to break. So for most of us, we have built a habit of fear. We have, we have built a habit of not trying. We have built a habit of staying and telling ourselves that we're afraid. We, we've built that habit. We've built a habit of, of saying to ourselves, like, yo, you can't do that. Like, why are you even trying? Like, this is totally out of your norm. Do you understand that I never, like, in my wildest dreams, I never dreamt of being a speaker. I never dreamt of being an author. I never dreamt of any of that. So it was very, I was very afraid. When, when I felt the calling over my life, I was scared. I, I was scared as hell. Let's just be honest. I was scared. I was afraid. I literally, and I tell this story all the time, especially when I'm speaking at a, in, a, in a school. I literally, I had an opportunity to speak at my old high school, Arlington High School. 
right? A house in the house, right? Check this out. The night before, two nights before, matter of fact, two nights before, because that's when I get my, I, I really get anxious and I really get bad anxiety a couple nights before the event. It's never like the night of or the day of. It's like the night before the, or the couple nights before the event, right? I got so anxious, y'all. I got so afraid that I literally typed a text to the teacher and told her, yo, I'm sick. I can't come. Ain't that, listen, ain't that crazy? That, that's fear. Right, that's what fear does. That's what I mean by bondage. I was afraid to break out. I was, I literally typed that text and I almost hit sin. But I told myself, Destry, you've, you've, you've done this pattern too long. You've been in this habit too long. Your family is going to suffer because you're afraid. You're gonna let your, okay, you're gonna let your son. I got a son. I got a daughter. You're going to let your son and your daughter see you go down a, a cycle of fear and they're going to repeat that cycle. Because nine times out of ten, the fears that you have are also fears that people from your past have had. Right. So your family members or whoever you write like they maybe they didn't take a leap of faith. So you never saw. It. I want my son and my daughter to know that anything is possible, that you could do whatever you put your grind to, baby. Like for real, anything is possible. So why not at least try like I said, you fail by default by not trying. When you don't try, you automatically fail. When you don't try, you cannot succeed. When you don't try, the answer is automatically no. And another question that I got for you, what are you actually afraid of? What are you actually afraid of? Write that down, type it below if you want to, comment, whatever you want to do. Just think about that for a second. I want you to think about it. I want you to think about it. What are you actually afraid of? And as, as you think about that, I'm going to tell you for me, I didn't know. When I asked myself that question, there was there was no I couldn't really I could besides other people. And this is a bonus right here. Nine times out of ten, when you're afraid of something, you're being selfish. Yep, that's a bonus. That's that's one of the bonus things I was going to throw out to you. Right. I need you to attach your fear or what you're trying to do to a purpose. So that way it's no longer about you. Because when it's about you, you have the right to be afraid. When it's around you, you have the right not to show up. But when it's not about you, you don't have the right no more. You take that right away. When it's about your kids, when it's about putting food on the table for your family, when it's about those, when for me, when it's about those kids that I'm trying to touch, when it's about the people that I'm trying to touch through this webinar, when it's about the people that I'm trying to touch through this podcast, when it's about the people that I'm trying to touch through this book or through this workbook, it's no longer about me. Take yourself out of it. Take yourself out of it. Anytime that I've been, anytime that I've had a negative, uh, let me say a negative feeling, right? Fear, anxiety, depression, any of those, right? It was always because I was thinking about destiny. It was always because I, I was thinking about how are they going to look at me? When I go up there and speak, they're going to laugh at me. When I go up there and speak, I might mess up. I might stumble over my words. I might do this. I might do that. All these different mics. Right. Like you live in like, listen, listen to me. You allowing the mics to stop you. You allowing the maybes. Right. So like I said before, and I'm going to continue to I'm going to continuously say it until you get it. You are failing by default. And, and with that, since you have a gift and you're afraid to actually go out there and give it out, you're afraid to actually do something. You're afraid to actually put that idea into action, put your gear, put your dreams into gear. Somebody's suffering because of you. Somebody saw, I think about this, and, and I've learned that this is true. I think about this. There are many students that I have spoken to who were thinking about committing a crime, thinking about harming themselves, 
harming somebody else, like all these different things. And then I showed up with the gift. And all I'm saying is, y'all, just all you got to do is show up with the gift. God going to do the rest. Right. All you got to do is show up with the gift. And once you listen, once you conquer your fear once, once you attack that fear once, that same energy, you know how they got the, the saying right now, use that same energy. Right. Keep that same energy. Once you attack a fear once, just keep that same energy and continue to attack your fears. Right. Just keep that same energy and continuously, continuously, every time fear shows up. I'm doing a live event in August. A lot. When I say live, I ain't talking my Instagram live. I'm talking about people in an audience, right? Something that's totally out of my uh, my sphere because I normally speak to students. I normally speak to the youth. I normally speak to uh, disadvantaged youth, right? I'm doing the thing. I'm doing a live event, a live workshop in August, right? As soon as I get back from my training, I'm doing a live event. That's that's a fear of mine. But listen, I'm using that same energy. I'm attacking my fears. Why? Because I know what's on the other side of it now. And I just want you to see what's on the other side. I just want you to take a peek. I just want you to look around the corner. You have to see what's on the other side of your fear, y'all. For real, like how long, like, let's be real. How long are you gonna let it stop? How long, how long? Like, let's, let's just write an expiration date on it. Everything got an expiration date. Write an expiration date today. Today is the last, whatever day it is. I, I prefer you put today down. Today is the last day I live in fear. Today is the last day I let my fear stop me. I need you to say it out loud. I need you to write it down. I, I need you to speak it to somebody. I need you to I need you to post it, right? Whatever you got to do, I need you to understand. Today, for me, I, for me, every day I wake up, I say, how can I attack a fear? A fear of mine. How can I attack a fear? A small fear, getting on that camera and doing that. Good morning, everybody. You know, I'm pumped up. I'm motivated. Listen, I'm pretty sure somebody laughing at me. I'm pretty sure people got jokes. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure they, especially the people that used to know me, like, what, what, what in the world is Destry doing? Like, he's Mr. Motivation now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know I got people that, that's saying that about me. But guess what? I'm okay with that. Why? Because on the other side of fear is everything that I want. On the other side of fear is my dream. I know what it feels like not to live my dream. I know what it feels like not to fulfill my purpose. I know what it's like to not be in my gift. I know what it's like. Now I got to see what it's like to live the other side. Now I got to see what it's like, right, to start a business and try to uh, build that thing up. That's a fear of mine. I'm, I'm fearful that, that in entrepreneurship I might fail, but that's a part of it. So I need bonus number two. I'm giving bonuses out already, baby. I'm trying to, I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to uh, 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 under, what, what is it? Oh, under promise and over deliver, baby. Bonus number two, right? Bonus number two. Check this out. Check this out. Number two. Number two. Hurry up and fail. Hurry up and fail. Because that's what you're afraid of. Let's be real. That's what you're afraid. You're afraid to fail. You're afraid of failure. You're afraid of people looking at you in a certain way. You're afraid of going out there, giving it all you got, being pumped up for it, and then boom, it don't happen. And I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a real quick story. I'm gonna give you a real quick story about this, y'all. And, and this is something that me and my guy Wolf talk about all the time. Hurrying up and failing. Hurrying up and failing. I'm okay. I'm, I'm ready to fail. I'm listen. After this webinar, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to rewatch the webinar. I'm going to have other people watch the webinar. I'm going to get feedback, and I'm going to see how I'm going to do it better next week. And guess what? Next week, I'm going to fail, and I'm going to do the same process over. By the end of this month, I'm going to be a beast at webinars. By the end of this month, I'm going to be a beast on Facebook Live. By the end of August, y'all, I'm going to charge for this. I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be real with you. This is free right now. Why? Because I'm getting into the groove of it. I'm okay with failing. 
I heard, I run to the failure. I'm sprinting to the failure, right? Like, like I'm nose diving at the failure. I want to fail because when I fail, I learn a lesson. And what you're afraid of, you're afraid of failing. You're afraid of looking stupid. And it's all, look stupid. Who cares? Ain't, no, ain't nobody on this, on Instagram, on this podcast, ain't nobody paying my bills. Ain't nobody taking care of my family. So I have to understand. I have to, I have to see what it looks like. I have to see what it feels like. I'm okay with failure. That's cool. It's cool. I'll brush it off. I read a book by uh, Kevin Hart, and I recommend this book. One thing that I got from this book, along with all the other many things, but the one thing I got from this book is shoulder shrugging your way to success. This is, this is another bonus. Shoulder shrug your way to success. I failed. It didn't work out. I got no. Keep going. So the story that I, I back to, I, I, I said I was going to share a story. Check this out. In, what was that? November. November. October or November. I can't remember. I think it was November. I did, I did this event that my one of my coaches had set up for me, right? Because she wanted to watch me speak, and it was a great opportunity. I prepared for this thing. I had a lot of other stuff going on, but there's no excuses, right? I prepared for this thing. I did everything I could. I had a terrible, excuse me, I had a terrible speaking spot. Let's be honest. I had a terrible speaking spot. They wanted me to speak right after the students got done partying and eating and, and all this other stuff. I'm like, how does this make sense, right? I went up there, y'all. I gave it everything that I had. And in my eyes, I did okay. I, I'm, a, I'm a very hard judge on myself. I, I did okay, right? I had students coming up to me. So that made me feel like, yo, I did better than what I thought. My coach lit me up. She lit me up. She was like, yo, that was garbage. Like, let's be real. Like, I know where you're trying to go. That was garbage. I failed. I gave it everything I had. I was in front of like 200 students. I gave it everything I had. I, even, I think I was even live. I even had footage of it. I failed. But guess what? I didn't let that stop. I did not let it stop. I'm still doing this. I'm still going. I'm still going, y'all. Why? Because I, for one, I started, I, I visualized. That's number one. I took the shackles off. Number two, I stopped using the language of fear, right? I stopped using the language of fear. So for, for, for those of you who know, like I'm, I'm a spiritual person, right? I'm a follower of Christ. And I know that in the Bible, in the book of life, it says, I didn't give you the spirit of fear. That doesn't mean you won't have fear, but the spirit of fear is when you're walking around and you're wearing it, right? Like you're wearing the fear. Like you won't even go down the path that God keeps on nudging you to. Let me ask you this. How many times are you going to let God nudge you? Like, like for real, like how many times are you going to get that nudge? Like you've been to the ledge plenty of times. I'm pretty sure. And you've been to the ledge plenty of times in your life and you have not jumped. Why? Like, like, how does it help you not to jump? That's, that's what I really want to know. What, like, when I say, how does your fear serve you? How does your fear, if it's not serving you, it has no purpose in your life. So why are you allowing it to dictate your life? Why are you letting your fear dictate your future? Let me add that. I need to put that on a shirt. Never let your fears dictate your future. And for 21, 22 years of my life, that's what fear did for me. It dictated my future. And it's something I never talked about, y'all. But I wanted to write, I, I had an idea for a book years ago. I'm talking about before I even got married. I'm talking about in college. Years ago, I had an idea for a book that I had started writing. But I was so afraid of how somebody was going to see me. 
so afraid of somebody saying, who are you to write a book? So afraid of somebody saying, yo, I'm, that, that's garbage or whatever. So afraid of those things I didn't even try. So how many times are you going to be nudged before you actually jump? I just, like, like I said, when we said put an expiration date on it, we're going to put a date on that too. How many more nudges does it take to get you to jump? Right. Just like how many legs does it take to get to the center of the Tuesday pop? How many how many nudges is it going to take for you to jump? How many nudges? Just, just, just give me a number. So that way we so that way we, I can hold you accountable. So that way in two months from now, I can say, OK, I know God and gave you about five more nudges. So what's up? Just, just put it. Just put it. Just put something on it. Right. Just write it down like five more nudges and I'm, and I'm off. Five more nudges. and I'm taking that leap. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. For those of you who have faith, I'm going to call you out and I'm going to say, your faith ain't real. Uh-oh, I heard silence. <laughs> I'm going to say your faith ain't real because if you never put your faith on the line, it's not, it's, it doesn't exist, right? You're not putting it like you, you're not putting it up against something. So how do you know that you have this faith that you speak of? If you're living in fear, how do you know that you have this faith that you speak of? What's this faith that you speak? What is this thing that you're speaking of if you're never going to put it up against the fire? I've tested mine. I know it works. Just like your smoke detector. If you never test it, how do you know it works? It's just like in the military. If we never shoot our weapons, if we, if we never use our gear, how do we know that we can trust it? So how do you know that you can trust your faith if you never stepped out on the ledge? If you never jumped, how do you know? How do you know that that faith that you stand on is real? We talk about it. We talk about faith over fear. We talk about we talk about living it, living out our faith. We talk about we can do everything through Christ. We talk about all these things. We put all these quotes out there. We talk about so much, y'all. But at the end of the day, fear still has control of you. Fear is your God. <laughs> it has control of you because you ain't listening to God. We ain't trying to nudge you, right? Yeah, you ain't listening. You 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 get nudged and you ain't doing nothing. So fear is in control of you. Let's just be real. I told you, we're taking the shackles off and we're going to be all the way 100 with this thing. Fear is in control. And you got to say today is the last day that fear is in control of me. I will no longer live by fear. I will no longer be controlled by fear. I'm speaking this over your life. All you got to do is receive it. I'm speaking it over your life. You will no longer live by fear from this day forward. From this day forward, the shackles are off. From this day forward, right? From this day forward, from the 7th of June, 2018, you will no longer live by fear. Period. Period. So I need you to receive that, right? And we gotta change our language, guys. You gotta um, you gotta start catching yourself. When you start thinking negative start stop thoughts, catch yourself. That's how you build the habit. You have to do that repetitiously, right? You have to catch yourself. When you see yourself saying something negative, when you hear yourself um, um speaking negative, or even when you hear other people speaking negative around you, don't allow it to happen. Don't allow, don't allow people to speak their negativity into your life. Do not allow people to sprinkle their negativity, their fear over your life. Because a lot of times that's what happens. A lot of times we allow people to tell us that it's not possible. We allow people to tell us that our dream, that we will never achieve it. We allow people to tell us like, like, it, like it will never happen. Stop letting them sprinkle that over, you, over your life. Don't let people sprinkle their fears over you. Come on. My, my guest is here. My brother, my brother from another mother, man. So, uh, so we on point two of the three points, man. Uh, so the very first one we were talking about visualizing, right? Remember, I shared this with you. You have to visualize yourself doing something, right? Like, like when you're afraid of something, like we're speaking, we visualize ourselves ourselves having a program, 
we visualize ourselves doing the speaking. We visualize every step. Remember I told you I had to visualize myself every step of the way? Yeah, the standing ovation. See, I told you I wouldn't lie. I had to visualize every step in order for me to be successful. You might have scoot over a little bit. But that's that's the cam right there. But uh, so number so we so we're on uh, about to move past number two, right? Number two is stop telling yourself you are afraid. We're talking about changing the language. We're on uh, twenty one. We're talking about changing the language, right? Yeah. Right there. So number two, stop telling yourself that you're afraid, right? We're talking about changing the language of fear. Whenever fear shows up, whenever doubt, whenever negativity shows up, we're killing, right? Yeah. And number three, number three, and this is major. You got to get this. You have to get this. Right, you have to get this. Uh, before y'all leave number two, what are what are points to say? Cause I, like I said, don't be afraid. Tell yourself you're afraid. My fear drives me. Okay, let's talk about that. So, like, like I said, let's, with we young with young man, my fear, I can't. My fear is that I'm going to show up half stepping, and I'm going to do them a disservice. Yep. So if I don't come correct, I'm not not leading to my full potential. Okay, so we're saying that we're, we're saying that we have to allow fear to drive us to where we want to go. That that's powerful because fear can be fuel yeah. if you know how to if you know how to challenge it or channel it. Right? Mm -hmm. You have to know how to challenge it. So, I, like when you just said, for me, okay, my fear of my fear is I don't want to go back to where mm -hmm. I was. You see what I'm saying? Like I told y'all, like just just what four years ago, y'all, I was living in the attic with my family. With my wife and my kid. My, my wife was pregnant, right? I had a son on the way. I was living in the attic, y'all. I'm afraid to go back there. So my fear fuels me. Every single day, I can't sleep in. Right? Every, when, I, when, I wake, when I wake up, it's time to go. I'm in the gym every single day, 5 a.m. Why? Because my fear is driving me. Right? And that's what he's saying right now. You have to let your fear drive you to where you want to go. What's good, Mike? But, yeah, you, you got to let it. You have to let it drive you. Too many of us were letting us hinder it, hinder us, and that's simply because we look at fear in a negative way. We don't look at fear as a positive thing. We don't look at fear as just an indication that this is what you need to be doing, that, that this is where you need to go, that this is the path that you need to take. We don't look at it like that. We look at it like, man, I got this fear. I'm crippled by it. Yeah, we, we talk ourselves out of a lot of things because of fear. We talk ourselves out of it. What Dorian, Dorian says something. Uh, you definitely have to know how to use your fear as fuel. Um, they need a whole webinar teaching that. Absolutely, man. Matter of fact, that might have to be another webinar, right, man. Yeah. Teaching it, teaching. I already, I got that right here. Teaching people how to use, how to channel their fear. And really, it comes down to this. When this third point that I want to give to you: know that you deserve it. That yeah. thing that you're afraid to try, you deserve to live your dream. Don't you want? Don't you know that? Don't you understand that God put that inside of you for a reason? Don't you don't you know that you deserve that? Like that's that's your birthright. Don't you understand that that you deserve to live your best life? We all talk about living our best life. They haven't been told that. You deserve it. I'm telling you right now, you deserve it, y'all. You deserve it. You deserve. Listen, I told y'all one of my fears, y'all, was speak. I never told. I never wanted to. <laughs> like that was never one of my. my this man been on me for ten years. Have I ever in my life said I wanted to be a speaker? Never. But when I got the calling, y'all, and I and I said to myself, God, if this is what you want me to do, this is what you have ordained me to do, right? So I deserve that everything that comes with that. So God, just help me. Sometimes, listen, sometimes you just got to throw your hands up and say, God, I'm afraid. Let's just be real. I'm afraid. You brought me to this. You put this inside of me. I am afraid. Help me. There's power in the knowledge. There's power in the knowledge. That, I think that, I think that 
It's where it starts. Yeah, then, then you can address it. When you acknowledge it and you face it, then 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 you can yeah, you can address it. But you deserve it, y'all. Like for real, you deserve it. I'm seeing my man Mike. I don't even know if he's still on, but I'm seeing my man Mike do so many different things in the community. He understand he deserves he understands that he deserves it. Right, Dorian, you deserve it. Right? You deserve to live your best life. You deserve to see what's on the other side of that fear. You deserve to have your dream. Sure. Your family deserves it. Your wife, your kids, whatever you got going on in your life, you deserve to have your dream. Do you want to uh, add anything just to fear in general? You don't have to go off of that, but just just in fear in general. I think I think you probably already touched it, man. Like I said, in, 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 in first learning how, first understanding what the fear is. Absolutely. Because are you what are you fear of failing? Are you fear of rejection? Are you fear of just not performing adequately? Are What's you, the root of it? Exactly. Find out what that fear is. Could, okay, stop, let me stop right there. I know for a fact that mine was fear of a, of rejection because I felt like my, my father rejected me. Okay. Like my father was never a part of my life. Now, this isn't something, this is something subconscious. This ain't something that it's not I, something you're gonna right. Really, yeah, it wasn't right. something that I was like, oh I, well, the fear is that, you know, no, it wasn't no, that. No. It was that I have been rejected so many times. So I was afraid of getting the no. I was afraid of somebody saying, you're not good enough. You're, you're not good enough to that's be a speaker. Crazy, you're not man. good enough to write a book. Think you're not good enough to write a curriculum. Think about how that, right? how, how that fear of so many different things has manifested from one. Yeah, it, it's, it all starts from one. From so one. so when you can dig it up, and I talk about that in the workbook too. When I talk about digging up what you bury, you can move past the root of what your fear is. And simply understanding that and knowing, hey, that comes from my father. You had that little talk with your dad. Right. right. So you, you addressed it. But I just addressed it just last year. Yeah. Not even six months ago, I just addressed it. You're 26, but, bro. Right. I'm 26. So I didn't even know that it was that that was the problem. Where is your, what is the root of your fear? Is what we're trying to get at. What is the root of it? Because when you know the root of it, you can dig it up. You can pull up the roots. You can throw fertilizer. I mean, not fertilizer. You can throw. Is that? No, no. You can throw. What is it that uh, that kills the. The weeds. Um, like weeds. <laughs> right, whatever it is. Right, you can throw that on it, right? Like, like you can kill it. You can uproot it. But if you don't know what the root of your fear is, it's always going to control you. You're always going to live in that bondage. You're always going to be in shackles. And that's not the life that you want to live. Like I told you, you deserve to live. You deserve to see what's on the other side of the fear. You deserve to see. Like, I told y'all, like, we ain't, we, let's be real. To where we want to be, we ain't done nothing. Like we got the program now that we wanted to have the youth program. We got the book. We got the curriculum. We're doing things, but we're nowhere that we want to be. But and we always keep in our mind we can't let fear control our destiny because we know that we deserve better. We know that we deserve more. We know that we deserve to live a different type of life. We already know what fear looks like. I like this right here. To recreate your stories. Go ahead. Go ahead. And as, as a challenge, that's that makes me think. Explain like, it. Explain that, makes, that makes me think like okay. How can I be different? How can I how can I go on a different path? How can I address my fear, harness it, right. and use it to, to propel myself forward? To, 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 to crush the narrative and, right. and create my own. Create your own narrative. So check this out. This this is an exercise in the workbook. This is what I want you to do. And I and I for everybody that's on here, I told this comment GBU at the bottom. Just comment GBU at the bottom. I will give you a free will, oh shoot, hold on. I think we went down. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Storage. I will give you a free copy, a free copy. Comment GBU below. I will give you a free copy. One of the exercises in this book is creating a new narrative. I want you, before, before you even face the fear, I'm glad you said that. Before you even face the fear, I want you to write out what your life looks like without the fear. 
Yeah. What are you doing? Like, what would you be doing? Like, what would you have? What would you have created? What would you have put out to the world? What are the results? Like, write it all out. Write it all out. Write every single part of it out. Think it out. And every single day, just go over and over and over it. Rewrite the narrative. That way you, because when you know, when you know what's on the other side, because like I said, oftentimes it's the fear of the unknown. It's uncertainty. It's the fear of failing. But once you write the thing out and once you have it in your mind, remember we talked about visualizing once you have it in your mind, y'all, like, what, like what, what would stop you from getting it? What would stop you from chasing it? What would stop you from obtaining it? Nothing. Nothing. So what, what was that quote I sent you? Everything you want is on the other side of fear, door to dare. Everything you, bro, I've said that like 32 times on this joint. Yeah. Like, for real, I'm, I'm, seriously. And I also say, never let your fear dictate your future. Never let it decide your future for you. Because that's what it, because like I said, like I said, when you have fear and when you're living in fear, that is literally deciding your future for you. Yeah. You know what you're going to have when you don't face your fear. You know. You know that you're going to work that job. You know that you can move yeah, up yeah. in that job. You, you know, like, it's already laid out. Like, the, the blueprint is already laid out. It's like, okay, you can go up in the corporate ladder, whatever you want to do. But what you don't know is the uncertainty is, the fear that you have is, what if What's on the other side of that? Like, like, what goes beyond that? And that scares people. That's scary. That's it, it's just scary. Let's be honest. It's scary. Like this, eventually, we're gonna get to a point where we're like, "Hey, man, it's all or nothing." Yeah. And so, and that that honestly scares me to right. leave stability and take a risk on myself. Right. And so, I mean, it really come out because when you tell me wanting it is not enough. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be successful. Yeah, I want to not have to clock in. Yeah, I just want to wake up and make money and do what I love every day, but wanting it is not enough. Right. So you got to find something inside you that's going to get you there and hold on to that. Do we feel like fear is the same thing as comfort zone? Absolutely, because well, fear, okay, she said, do you think fear is the same thing as you're like, living in your comfort, comfort zone? zone? Yeah. I do because it's familiar, right? Like, and here's the thing that you got to understand about comfort zones. And I said this before. No, no, no. Here's what you got to understand about comfort zones. Comfort zones aren't real. Comfort zones are a disguise or a mask. And here's why I say that. Okay. What's a comfort zone for you today will be a regret for you five, ten years from now. Okay. So what seems like a comfort zone now is just like when you eat all when you eat McDonald's, right? It tastes good right now, but it's killing you. You see what I'm saying? So a comfort zone now is actually regret and poison later. So it seems like I'm comfortable. But honestly, you won't be when you're living with that regret. So honestly, it's just know, a disguise man. I feel in the mask. Like, feel like you have people that are happy in them zones. I don't. I, I, I don't think you I can think be so. happy unfulfilled. Maybe that fulfills them. Like a comfort zone is a nine to five with a family at home. Well, no, 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 no. If that's what you want out of life, that's not a comfort zone. Okay. That's your dream. That's what you want. We're talking to people. We're talking to people who are trying to go beyond. Not just, and we ain't just talking about jobs here, right? Okay. We ain't talking about that. We're talking about you have an idea that you haven't put out. We're talking about like so you have talking, a gift that you have. No, we're talking. No, listen. We're talking to people. You have a gift and you're afraid to, to actually utilize it. We're talking to somebody who has an idea who's afraid to put it out. This ain't got nothing to do with your job. We ain't talking about just nine to five and chasing a dream and making that your nine to five. No, 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 no. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the fear of being stopped from putting out. Period. You got a business inside of you. Don't you? You can work a job and have a business too. Yeah. There's plenty of people who do it. Do it. But what I'm saying is, there's people who won't even do that. 
And the comfort zone is knowing I can do this, but this right now is comfortable. I want to stay here because I don't want to put myself out there because I'm afraid of failing. I'm afraid of uncertainty. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. So we're, so we're just talking about in terms of what's inside of you that you're afraid to put out because of fear. I don't know. I, I still think I, I can still agree that living in fear is living in a comfort zone. If because because as, as we say, like I said, change is uncomfortable. Maybe you don't want to change. Right. Maybe you're afraid of change. But what I'm saying is, if you have a dream, right? Okay. That's your dream eats you up, bro. Like when you're not when you're not living your dream, when not well, not even living, when you're not pursuing it, that eats you up. Like it ate me up not to be in the school for a couple months mm-hmm. when we had to take a break because of school and because of work. Like that that ate me up. That eats people up, bro. There's no I don't I don't believe there is a soul on this planet who had a dream, right? Who had a dream, like really adamant about their dream, who gave it up and just like I have no regrets. Because you will hear it in the way they speak. When you speak about your dream, they want to kill your dream, mm-hmm. right? When you speak about it, I don't believe that. I, I believe that, that they live in regret. Now, so some people, the dream was, their dream is different. Take care of their kids, raise a family. That's different, okay. right? That's different. I'm cool with that. If that's what you want to do, you've already attacked your fear because you went after that. You went after whatever so you, it was. So you you pursued that career position or whatever. So you just view the cover zone as just an early regret. I review the cover zone, the comfort zone as knowing that you can do more, but you stay here because of fear. I'll take that. And, and that that leads to regret. And regret leads to unhappiness. Now you can be happy in some I areas. Agree, you can show that. up and smile. I do agree you know with what that. I'm saying? I do agree with that. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm because not saying that, that is always back here. Right, right. I'm not saying like because you hear it all the time. Yeah. I could have been. I should have been. I, yeah. I would have been. <laughs> that's regret. And that was because you were too afraid or you gave up, which we're going to talk about that, too. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to say is when you have something inside of you and you feel like this thing is so comfortable and that thing is so scary and I won't chase that. What I'm saying is the reverse is going to happen five, ten years from now. Okay. Eventually, you're going to be in the seat of, man, I man. 55, 60 years old, man. I hear like I have conversations with people all the time, and they, and like I said, they're trying to kill my dream because they didn't have the nerve to pursue yeah. their dream. And, and yeah, that's regret, bro. You don't want to live in regret. Let's back this up. I don't want the sound, but yeah, you don't you don't want to live in regret. So I love that question, Dorian, man. I appreciate that. I I just believe that's that's just my belief. That's just my thinking that a comfort zone today will become regret later, right? A comfort like if I would have never wrote the book or I'll never like my comfort zone was. Not speaking. I can I can stay in the my, okay, let's be, let me break it down. I could just stay in the military. That's a comfort zone. I can stay in. I'm already I've already moved up. I've already I, I can I already make made when I was on active duty, I can already make a good wage. I got free health care. I got everything. I got my GI bill. I got my, my house. My, I got everything. I had a housing lot. Like I had nothing to worry about. Okay. I could have stayed in that. I didn't. Why? Because I know what's on the. I know what I'm going after. Now, if I would have just chilled and said, you know what, 25 years, forget speaking, forget going to a school, forget writing a book. When I got done with that 25, I know I would have regretted. I never put my gift out. So this thing inside of you is dying. So if you like, let's ask in your life, if you never coached, I don't know, man. I don't. Let's not get specific though, Mark. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if I never got to be in a, in a position of leadership, 
Yeah. I think I would be unhappy. Exactly. Because it's not necessarily coaching. Because even if well, well, I'm just talking about in that. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Because I know that you mm-hmm. you love doing that. I do. So if I, if I, and, that, and, I, and you're right, because that's where it started for me. That was probably the first leadership position that I had that really got me. And it was, and, and I got into that merely off the love of the sport. Right. But then I realized, you know what? I have an effect here. Yeah. I can, I can cause an impact. I can change. Exactly. And so then I fell in love with it even more. And it became from the love of the sport to just using it as my vehicle. Okay. Let's keep it all, let's keep it all the way real. You, because we're talking about comfort mm-hmm. zones and we're talking about fear. You love that thing so much, impacting young black mm-hmm. males, right? You loved it so much that you even stayed past a certain point where you felt like it was hindering you. Was you see what I'm saying? It was definitely like you even stayed so, myself into question. So that right there lets you know that it would have been a regret if you would just stop and say, you know what? Because again, I'm doing like I said, I'm doing them a disservice. Exactly. Yeah. So, so and, and even with what we're doing in the schools, bro, like if we don't show up, bro, I, I regret that. You know, like if I told Miss Wardell, like, you know, you know, we can't just we can't, can't come in. And then now she says you can't do the program. <laughs> I would regret that for the rest of my life. Even yeah, if we man. get the program, I would have been like, yo, we could have been this years that, ago. We should have been there that day. I, I like it. I think right. it like you know, I like these little individual instances like having a deep conversation with a yep. with, with a student. Yeah. You know, hearing about their troubles that day or that year or that month or they been going through like that kid we gave the caution to. Yeah. We didn't know nothing about him. And that's the thing. And that's what I'm saying on the other side of fear, y'all. You bless other people. Listen, and, I, and, I, and I'm only sharing this with y'all because we want to be candid and help somebody out. We are. We have been able to give scholarships out. Scholarships. Do you hear me? We have been able to give scholarships out. By the grace of God, we have been able to give scholarships out. Why? Because we attacked our fear. If we never attacked our fear, they don't get the scholarships. And some of them kids didn't have any money to go to school with. None. And we didn't even know that. We didn't even know the students Yo. before we came. <laughs> we didn't even know one student was homeless. Yo. Do you understand? Like, you, and this is what I'm trying to get at. Somebody, listen, forget your fears. Forget you. I take you out of it. I said this already. Take you out of it. Forget your fears. Forget how you feel. Forget your little feelings. There's somebody that needs you. There's somebody out there that needs you. There's a young male. There's a young woman that needs you to show up. And because you're so selfish and living in your fear, because really when it comes down to fear, it all has to do with self. It has to do with how I feel, how, I, how I'm going to be looked at, how, I, how, you know, it's all about me. It's my emotions. It's my, it's selfish. Somebody needs you. Somebody needs you to show up. And when you don't show up, think about somebody in your life that showed up. What if they were too afraid to get in that gift? What if Grundy was too afraid? What if what if Grundy was too afraid? Where would you be? You'd probably be on the street. I never thought about that. What if Grundy was too afraid? What if Kato was too afraid in my life? What if Miss Wardell was too afraid? We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here. What if Miss Lashley was too afraid? We wouldn't be here, bro. So there's somebody who there's somebody whose future is being hindered because you're afraid. I never thought that's that's on you. He probably had to make the same choice we made. Or well, he did, obviously. Yeah. You know, and I, I kind of, I guess, I don't know. I feel like it's all taking it for granted now. You see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> fear, like, when we talk about fear, man, this thing is deep. Like, what if Martin Luther King was afraid? And, and check this out. He, okay, this is what I'm going in with. You're afraid. That's okay. Do, yeah, it, do it anyway. Do it anyway. I'm af- I was afraid to do this webinar, y'all. Do it anyway. I was afraid. Like, I mean, in real life, realistically, what's the worst? No, 
It's, uh, and like I said, when you don't do it, you fail by default. Yeah. Because even if even if you don't succeed, that's not a failure. It's a lesson. So, so and and the thing is, man, God, when you jump, God looks at your faith. Like I said, if you're never gonna jump, your faith ain't real. Because you're never testing your faith. Te faith must be tested for it to be real. So if you're not able, if you're not jumping off the ledge, it's not real. So at least test it because God's like, yo, I'm right here. Like, yo, I'm right here. I'm right here. You know what I'm saying? Faith in him, faith in yourself. Man. Faith in your support system, who you got around you. You know what I mean? Like, Who's pushing you? I don't you know. Too? If I didn't have you, man, like, I don't, like, I don't know, man. I would have never got into this. Yeah, yeah. That I, I did. I I came into this strictly to hold a camera, and now it's turned out. Hold a camera. Like and now that. it's turned out. This man about to be an author. Like this man is speaking in classes. Yo, He's doing all like hold a camera. And all that. And check this out. All that happened because God gave me an idea. I was afraid, and I did it anyway. That's why it happened. That's why you're able. That's why we're both here together. Cause. I had a fear, and even with you, you didn't want to speak at first. No, you didn't want to say nothing. Yeah, and now you in the, literally. I saw this man was controlling the room. I was like, "Oh, I'm out of a job." You know what I'm saying? I'm out of a job. This man about to get hired, but we about to end it with this, guys. Don't let your fear control you. Don't let your fear control you. And before we go, before we go, like I said, everybody who wants a copy of this, I don't care if you watch this late. Anybody who wants a copy, right, of the new workbook, an ebook version. A ebook copy, you can get it for free. Type below GBU. GBU if you want the copy of the workbook, y'all. This is where it's coming from. I got so much material in here, guys. I wrote this for you. I wrote this for you so you can get over your fears. So you can get in your gift. So you can be in your purpose. Because listen. And I say we still attack fears, bro. Yeah, man. Every day. Like we're like this is this is yeah, not something I'm saying we're yeah, past. Every day, yeah, every day. This is not something I'm saying we're past, y'all. So I wrote this for you. I wrote this to help you. Also, we got the we got the journal, baby. 30-day affirmation joint. Yep, yep, the 30-day productivity and affirmation. This is for my people who want to create habits, who have problem with consistency. This is for you. This is for you. It works. Oh, it works. Uh-oh, hold on. Let me let me put the shirt too. Check me out. Right, the get back up boys are here, or the uh, get back up. <laughs> you can do whatever you put your grind to. We got the red and we got the black. Go ahead and get, listen, click the link in my bio. Click the link in my bio. You can get the shirts. You can get the, uh, the workbook. The book will be up there later this week. Guys, I want you to be blessed. Have a great night. Stop letting fear dictate your future. Stop it, cut it out, leave it alone. Right? Leave it alone and share this with some friends. Be blessed.